0: The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs and discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Spell it with a K. so you, Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandafface.com The number two Aface.com. Hey everyone, my name is Referee Tony S, and this is Heat, the Wrestling Podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan, and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative, tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. And most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material Brand for Thursday, November the 3rd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere where fine podcasts aren't made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Starting over on eWrestling News, was there backstage news on if the Young Bucks were actually at Dynamite this past? week. Now, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were, in fact, backstage at last night's AEW Dynamite for the second straight week. PWI is reporting that the Elite were at Wednesday's show, despite not appearing on the broadcast. Now, the trio still haven't been seen on AEW programming, since the infamous post- all-out media scrum fight with CM Punk. Now, they are no longer under suspension, and the third-party investigation has officially been completed. MJF was also not on last night's show. A little over two weeks from his match against Jon Moxley for the AEW World Championship at Full Gear, they will likely be at Dynamite this upcoming week. For more information on all of this, continue following Wrestling Wrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. We have backstage news on AEW's strategy for Wednesday night's episodes of AEW Dynamite. Now, Wednesday's episode of Dynamite was notable for several reasons. First, it included a bout with Jeff Jarrett as he returned, and you also had Shabata on the event as well, and the returning Colt Cabana. Now, Dave Meltzer report on the Wrestling Observer Radio that having a newsworthy show was a deliberate strategy to help AEW and their DVR ratings. Now, there is a reason that AEW knew what the numbers were going to look like last night, and they knew the episode wasn't going to be great due to them going head-to-head with the Major League Baseball World Series. Now, AEW wanted several surprises in order to convince people to check the show out later on DVR. Now, this would increase the numbers overall, even if the overnights do come in low. With more information on all this, continue following E Wrestling news and more information on the TVR ratings will be coming in shortly. Colt Cabana is making news at this hour. Colt Cabana's AEW TV return did not go unnoticed by WWE. Colt Cabana's return to AEW TV did not go unnoticed by those in Stanford, Connecticut. On this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, Colt Cabana challenged Ring of Honor World Champion Chris Jericho in a losing effort. Now, this marked Cabana's first match on AEW TV in almost a year. According to WrestleVotes, Cabana's match against Jericho was noticed by those once again in Stanford, Connecticut. Connecticut. With more information on all of this continue following e-wrestling news and more information about Colt Cabana and what's going to be happening with him will be coming shortly. Ari Davari is making news at this hour. Ari Davari confirmed that he now is officially full time with an AEW. Ari Davari will be with AEW for a long time as he's confirmed to have a full deal with the promotion. Davari was with WWE from 2016 to 2021 and then he returned to the promotion this year as a producer before being released later that month. Now the brother of Sean Davari. Ari Davari debuted in AEW in November of 2021 and returned in June of 2022. Speaking on the Unrestricted podcast, Davari spoke about teaming up with so many people and being a part of AEW as of right now. He would say there are so many other good wrestlers out there my fellow Persian man, just like me. We got put together randomly as a tag team, and now we're doing a couple of things on Dark together, and it's really been going great. Now, Davari explained that Tony Khan wasn't really feeling the team in the beginning, and mentioned that, you know what, he's decided to go with him on a full time basis. He would go on to say, I showed up one day, and I found out that I'm tagging with a guy named Slim J. I said, okay, that's interesting. That led me to getting my attention. Um, so, what's happening with me? I later was told that I was going to be getting a full time job with an AEW, and at the boss wanted to see me i was very excited now in addition to his on-screen persona davari has been producing backstage segments including matches as well between thunder storm against dr Britt baker and jamie hater for more information on ari davari and the fact that he's now officially full-time within all Elite wrestling continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming the acclaim makes reference of wwe's dx reunion on AEW Dynamite last night. Team Champions he acclaimed had some fun at the expense of DX during this week's episode of Dynamite. Last night's Dynamite featured a birthday celebration for Billy Gunn, who is a member of Degeneration X, and they had a reunion in WWE just a couple of weeks ago. However, in AEW, he's simply known as Daddy Ass. Now, addressing the Gunn situation by not making the DX reunion last month, Anthony Bowen said he hoped that Gunn's old friends would have shown up for Dynamite, but looks like it just didn't seem to happen. It would go on to say, to be honest with you, I planned so much more for tonight. I had special guests from Daddy Ass's past, but unfortunately, two canceled at the last minute and the rest were kind of upset that you weren't part of the reunion. With more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information on all of this will be forthcoming. Jeff Jarrett's making news at this hour for E-Wrestling News. Jeff Jarrett reacts to his AEW debut, plus a new AEW Battle of the Belts date has officially been revealed. WWE Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett took to Twitter following his AEW Dynamite to react to his debut in the company. He would go on to say the following looking really f- forward for things to come right now both in front of the camera and in the back as well for more information on Jeff Jarrett and what can be expected from him in AEW continue following e-wrestling news and more information on his story will be forthcoming it has been official once again Jeff Jarrett has signed with All Elite Wrestling let's talk about more about what his role is going to be backstage AEW president Tony Khan. to twitter following wednesday night's episode of dynamite to announce that jarrett will be serving as the company's director of business development this is what khan wrote welcome to aew dynamite to the new aew director of business development at real jeff jarrett i look forward to expanding aew's live events calendar in 2023 and in the future years to come with jj being in charge of this with more information if you'd like to find out what double j's duties were going to be including what he's doing backstage. Continue following E-Wrestling News. Two big matches, plus Mike Tyson is set for this week's episode of AEW Rampage. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. We've got two big matches that are set for Friday's live event of Rampage. We'll see Orange Cassidy taking on Shibata for the All Atlantic Championship. Now we'll also see Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter take on Madison Rain and Sky Blue. Additionally, Iron Mike Tyson will be appearing on commentary. You can find out more information by following all forms of AEW on social media. And if there's any late breaking news on any additional ones, continue following E Wrestling News, and we'll have more. There's been an update to the AEW Full Gear lineup. There's four title matches as of right now that are confirmed for their next pay-per-view. Following this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, we now have four matches that are announced for full gear, which will take place on November the 19th in Newark, New Jersey. Now, AEW World Heavyweight Championship match, John Moxley takes on MJF. AEW World Championship El- Elimination Tournament will have its finals there as well. The winner of that will then face off to the winner of the Moxley-MJF match. The AEW Tag Team Championship match, the Acclaim versus Swerve in Our Glory. And the interim AEW Women's World Championship match will be Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Now, stay in line with everything AEW as we will have more information about matches that are gonna be added to the card. What happened when AEW went off the air last night? Now, John Fuentes from eWrestling News is writing in at this hour. Now, we have an idea of what happened when it went off the air last night. A couple of several fans reported that powerhouse Hobbs went backstage while the referee checked on Wardlow. Samoa Joe got back into the ring and shook hands with Wardlow and they raised their hands with one another before leaving. A.E. President Tony Khan came out and introduced Matt Hardy. However, they were interrupted by Stokely Hathaway and the firm. Hathaway told Khan to go back to the bank because he owes more money now that they own Matt Hardy's contract. Ethan Page told Hardy that he isn't going to help him, and he isn't going to forget about him putting him over as a future world champion. While Paige and Morrissey's backs were turned, Hardy hit Hathaway with the twist of fate. With more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information on everything that happened after the Dynamite cameras stopped rolling will be forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right back to the headlines. Malachi Black is teasing his return on AEW Dynamite. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour, On Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite, a vignette aired showing Malachi Black in a body bag. Julia Hart stood over him as he was being laid to rest. A voice could be heard on the screen before everything went dark. Now, Black has been off of AEW TV since this all out in September. Initially, it was believed that he was going to be released from his contract, but later confirmed on Instagram that he was in fact still with the company. Now, as of that time, Tony Khan was refusing to grant anyone releases from their current contracts as he believed that they should fulfill their duties. With more information on malachi black continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming cole cabana appeared on aew dynamite once again to challenge chris jericho for the ring of honor world championship cole cabana made his return to all elite wrestling on this week's episode of dynamite cabana answered chris jericho's open challenge for the ring of honor world title now the ocho would end up picking up the win Uh, with a codebreaker that it was in a very competitive match. Now, this Mark Cabana's first match in AEW since last March. You can check out all the information on AEW's social media platforms and on their YouTube channel as well. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about the potential future of CM Punk. Now, many know that the investigation into what happened at All Out following the media scrum is now officially over. A Steel has been officially released from the company and all other AEW stars have returned back to the company. Unfortunately, that has not been the same for CM Punk. Many are wondering if his contract is gonna get bought out or if he will at some point return back to the company. However, those close to the situation say they can't see in any way, shape, or form where Punk actually continues to wrestle for AEW. However, many questions still surround CM Punk and his status after the altercation. Now, according to a report from Fightful, there isn't currently any litigation going on right now regarding Punk. Many people believe that either CM Punk would file a lawsuit against AEW for his termination and then AEW would then subsequently have to countersue. Now, the site also noted that there was a WWE source that says the company would likely be interested in possibly using Punk in the future back in WWE. Representatives from other wrestling companies would be interested as well in having at least a conversation with him, but they are unsure how motivated Punk would be to actually go back to wrestling after everything that happened at All Out. Additionally, several sources also contributed that there was an autograph signing and they expected Punk that would be in high demand when it comes to his availability and that could potentially cut into him making appearances in the ring as well. Finally, a source close to Punk reportedly said that, you know what, he's got the wrestling bug again and he's definitely going to be out there and it's not time for retirement yet. For more information on all things CM Punk, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Vince McMahon. Let's jump on over to Wrestling Inc. Vince McMahon's special committee investigation is now officially completed. Now, less than a week ago, reports started coming out that AEW's investigation in their post-all-out media scrum involving CM Punk and the Elite had been completed. Now it appears that the other company that had a big investigation is done with theirs as well. In a press release addressing the financials in their third quarter, WWE also released the following statement regarding the special counsel that was put together to investigate Vince McMahon. The special counsel released this following statement. The special committee in the investigation is now completed and the special committee has been disbanded. Management is working with the board to implement the recommendations for the special committee related to the investigation. There are three to nine month periods, which ended between September 30th, 2022 and the company's consolidation pre-tax results, including the impact of 17.7 million to 19.4 million respectively that was associated to the investigation itself. Now, the statement itself didn't elaborate on when exactly the investigation was completed or recommendations the special counsel would make to WWE following the investigation, and once again, it is likely to be unknown or made to the public of what exactly happening. Now, the investigation once again was into Vince McMahon, paying several female WWE employees money for certain sexual advances and moments. Therefore, he would pay them off to stay quiet by signing non-disclosures. With more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. And more information on all of this will be forthcoming. Bobby Fish is making news at this hour. Bobby Fish confirms his plans to keep on fighting past his upcoming boxing match. Now, as of right now, former WWE and AEW star Bobby Fish has revealed that he plans to have at least one more fight on his upcoming boxing match tour. Fish is scheduled to share the ring with... A couple of different stars right now. Boating Priam is under the Global Titans Ports promotion, and that match is supposed to be happening on November the 13th in Dubai, India. Now Priam is has a boxing record of 2 and 3 right now, which would make him a favorable adversary for Bobby Fish. Now, during appearance on MCW Backstage Pass, Fish said his wife understands why he has a desire to compete in the fighting world. He would go on to say the following, I think she's probably just a little concerned about me right now, but she knows me better than anyone else, and I think she knew that I had this kind of itch that I needed to scratch again, Fish said. We will do this kind of thing, and you know what? Once it's over, it'll be over. But you know what? I mean, I'm the best that I can be right now, And when I have a scratch, I need to itch it. You know what? The sooner I get this done, the faster I can move on to other things. But it does look like it won't be a one-and-done for Fish in terms of his combat sports endeavor. He revealed that he signed a two-fight deal, so his next outing may be coming once again in a boxing ring. He doesn't know exactly who he would fight in the second fight, but he's sure someone will be named shortly. For more information on Bobby Fish, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Chris Jericho is making news at this hour. Chris Jericho is booking some AEW's talent and they're creative with their backstage more information on this. Nick Miller is writing in at this hour, last month Chris Jericho signed a contract extension with All Elite Wrestling that will keep him in the company through 2025 at least. In addition to locking him up as the current Ring of Honor World Champion for several more years, it was reported that the deal would also include Jericho taking an increased backstage role. Now, more details are now emerging on what exactly that might entail. On the latest episode of Ask Tony Anything, AEW senior producer and special advisor to Talent Relations, Tony Cervani spoke about Jericho's extension and his new leadership role that is going to be happening backstage. This is what Cervani had to say. He's just kind of a leader in our locker rooms, Shivani said. When we have a locker room meeting, he kind of runs things. There's a number of athletes that are in charge when it comes to things like this, and Jericho's one of them. He's just one of those guys. He has a lot of clout. And because he's seen and done a lot, when he says something, the wrestlers take it to heart. Now Shivani also acknowledged that he's not aware of any official change to Jericho's title in the company but his new deal does involve him being in some other positions backstage. And he's also known as the team captain, for a lack of better words, Cervani would go on to say. Now, since the inception of AEW, Jericho has been an integral part of the company. He was the first world champion, the first prominent on-screen character in the last three years, and really the face of the company as it continues to grow. Now, reportedly, Jericho also has a very strong relationship with John Moxley and Brian Danielson. All of them have stepped up to be the three main people that are leading the locker room, especially in the aftermath of the September chaotic backstage event that happened at All Out. With more information on Chris Jericho and what he will be doing backstage, continue following Wrestling Inc. and Nick Miller. Roman Reigns is making news at this hour. WWE is announcing that there's gonna be a pre-Crown Jewel press conference, and that's gonna be scheduled for Friday, before the event happens on Saturday morning. Ross Berman's writing in at this hour. Roman Reigns and Logan Paul are likely to have one last confrontation before their match at Crown Jewel. WWE has taken to Twitter to announce there will be a Crown Jewel press conference tomorrow, Friday, November the 4th at 10.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, the press conference will air live on WWE's official YouTube channel, their TikTok, and their Facebook accounts. The news comes after WWE has put some what they call emergency Contingency plans in place after Saudi Arabia's intelligence said there could be an imminent attack on certain targets inside the kingdom. As tensions between the kingdom and Saudi Arabia continue to rise, Iran's continue to escalate as well. The Iranian authorities have denied reports of a possible attack. However, some people are saying that those reports are baseless. WWE is currently planning to go ahead with Crown Jewel, which once again will take place on November 5th in Riyadh. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns is set to defend his title against newly minted WWE Superstar Logan Paul. Paul and Reigns were predominantly featured in the announcement, but it's possible that other WWE Superstars will also be in attendance at the press conference. Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar will also clash in a very highly anticipated bout. Now, this will mark the second press conference that WWE is held for Crown Jewel, having announced Paul's match against the Tribal Chief in a similar fashion. When considered alongside the post-show press conference for WWE's Clash at the Castle, the format seems to be a new way that WWE is handling communications, especially during the international premium platform that they're doing right now between pay-per-views and what's happening on the Peacock Network. For more information, continue following Wrestling Inc and more information on Crown Jewel and their big press conference coming up on Friday will be forthcoming. Eric Mutter's writing in at this hour. Backstage news on Rick Ross and his appearance on AEW Dynamite last night. Now, last night's AEW Dynamite seemed to be a nonstop cascade of people. Some you may know and some you may not necessarily know. There was Jeff Jarrett breaking the guitar over Darby Allin's head. And there was also Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, who was sitting front row and getting called out by Chris Jericho. New Japan pro wrestler Shibata saved Orange Cassidy and then signed a contract to face him for the All-American All-Atlantic Championship happening on Rampage this Friday. And there also was Rick Ross. Rick Ross is a rapper and he has been a prominent in the hip hop world for many, many years. Now, he participated in a backstage segment with Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee to set up an eight man tag team match, pitting Strickland, Lee and the Gun Club against FTR and AEW World Tag Team Champions, the acclaimed for next week on AEW Dynamite. Evidently AEW has been trying to get Rick Ross involved in some capacity with the company for quite some time right now. Unfortunately it looks like things just didn't end up meeting. Now Fightful Select is reporting that City Will Washington heard first of a potential appearance from Rick Ross on AEW programming and that was in the works dating all the way back to August. Also the two time interactions between Ross and Strickland and Lee was done only in one take. Ross was said to be a true professional when it came to taping the promo, signaling that AEW was very pressed with Rick Ross's work. Now no mention has been made if there's going to be any other appearances in the future But AEW sounds like they would be very open to working with him again due to his level of professionalism. For more information on Rick Ross, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. Sloane Jacobs is commenting on her release from WWE and what she plans to do in the future. Shawn Newman's writing in at this hour for Wrestling Inc. Sloane Jacobs has made her first comments about her future in the world of pro wrestling since being released by WWE earlier this week. Jacobs 19 was part of WWE's recent wave of wrestlers released from the company's developmental territory known as NXT. On Wednesday, it was reported that WWE released Jacobs as well as Hayward, Eric Yan, and Damaris Griffin, and Ru Fang. Now, many wrestlers have been told that they have a certain period of time before they will be put on the chopping block. Now, one person says there's about 60 to 90 days. If you're not getting over with the audience, and you're not making progress in the ring during your time in NXT, there's a good chance that you can get released. With more information on all of this, continue following WWE and NXT on all forms of social media and as more information will be coming, we'll be giving it to you. We have information on Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is talking about how he was trained by a legendary luchador. Ella J is writing in at this hour. At 12 years of age, Shawn Michaels knew he wanted to pursue professional wrestling, however it wasn't until 7 years later that he officially began his journey. As he was growing up in San Antonio, Texas, Michaels couldn't legally obtain a wrestling license in the state of Texas before the age of 19. Now, in addition to this, poor grades in college initially discouraged him, and his parents did not want him to train to be a wrestler. Michaels soon made an agreement with his parents that he, if he could reach at least a 2.5 GPA at Southwest Texas State University, he would be able to enroll and start training in wrestling school. Now, Michaels ended up his semester with a 1.4 GPA, but still convinced his father to let him go and start training. Per his autobiography, Wrestling My Life, The Legend, The Reality, and Faith of a WWE Superstar, Michaels claimed that he filled out the incorrect paperwork while attempting to drop a course, which would have that estimated him to have a 2.5 GPA even without it. Upon reviewing all this information, Michaels met with promoter Fred Burhard, and he was introduced to legendary Luchador, who later would go on to train him and be the first person to train him in his wrestling career. Earning the nickname Super Shock, Jose Lothario gained much respect through his work in professional wrestling as well as professional boxing. The National Wrestling Alliance would become the central hub for Lothario in three different decades, starting in the late 50s before extending into early 1985. Upon meeting the future showstopper, Lothario said that he would train him for only $3,000. Now, Shawn Michaels was pleased and his parents were happy as well, ensuring that he would finally commit to something that wasn't going to be as an expensive and dure as college. Described as an old school by Shawn Michaels, a Thario trained by the Heartbreak Kid three times a week in a large storage facility next to San Antonio's Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum. Lothario would go on to teach Michaels the basics of pro wrestling over the next several months when he was deemed good enough to actually get in the ring. Lothario planned to move Michaels into wrestling as many locations as he could. If you'd like to find out more about the story of the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump back into the headlines. Sean Spears and Cassie Lee's first baby's name has officially been released. Now, Sean Newman is writing in at this hour. Sean Spears and Cassie Lee's baby boy has been named. On the most recent episode of the Sessions podcast with Renee Paquette, the AEW star shared that he and his wife Cassie Lee have decided to name their child. Lee, former WWE and Impact Wrestling star, revealed in August that she was officially pregnant with their first child. Spears, who's been off, AEW-TV, in recent months, in wake of his mother's untimely death, told Paquette that he already started by getting his boy name tattooed on his arm in a homage to his late mother. Eventually, someone's going to see this, Sabir said, about my tattoo, explaining why he wanted to get his baby's name and to explain the story on Paquette's podcast. I'll tell you his name. I might get it in trouble, but it's the same name that is on the tattoo, and there's a reason for that. I'm going to tell you the name, Spear says. His name is going to be Austin J. The J comes from Cass's mother. That's his name, so that's going to be his middle name. I also have it already, kind of on my arms, so we can't really change our minds at this point in time. If you'd like to find out more about what he has on his tattoo, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information on this is available. WWE reportedly had plans for a top star to turn on Matt Riddle, but who was it and why? Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour, one of WWE's biggest stars, Randy Orton, has not appeared on WWE programming since late May. Now, during his most recent run, Orton teamed with Matt Riddle as RK-Bro. In their last match together, Orton and Riddle lost the Raw Tag Team Championships to SmackDown Tag Team Champions Jay and Jimmy Uso, with the Usos becoming the WWE's undisputed tag team champions. Then Orton left to deal with a severe back injury. He's expected to be sidelined for at least the rest of the 2022 calendar year now since orton's injury riddle has continued his partnership with the viper on screen mentioning him several times during his absence. Riddle's rivals include Seth Rollins, and they've mocked him for his partnership with Randy Orton, teasing him that a big payoff to Orton's return would be happening. But according to WrestleVotes, the plan on Orton's returns involves the veteran immediately turning on his tag team partner. The report mentions, however, that these plans were drawn up when Vince McMahon was in charge, and it has nothing to do with Paul Levesque and what his interests are as far as creative. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like Orton, who is 42, will be returning to the ring anytime soon. A recent report has said that there is a lot of concern from WWE over the severity of his current back injury. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be coming forward. More news on upcoming Wrestlemania ticket. WWE releases a schedule and ticket info for Wrestlemania 39 and everything that will be happening. Colby Applegate is writing in at this hour, WWE announced dates and ticket information on several events that are going to be taking place during. During WrestleMania week, which will be happening this year in Los Angeles, California. Now, it all kicks off with a doubleheader on Friday, March 31st, as WWE SmackDown and the 2023 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony both take place at the Crypto.com Arena. NXT Stand and Deliver will also be holding an event on Saturday, April the 1st. WrestleMania 39 will be held over two nights, Saturday, April 1st and Sunday, April 2nd at SoFi Stadium. And then WWE Raw returns to the Crypto.com Arena for Monday Night Raw on April the 3rd. WWE's most recent press release stated the following. Tickets for all three events will be going on sale Friday, November the 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time via access.com. Special three-day event combo tickets will also be available, and that will be starting Monday, November the 7th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Now, the lineup for the events shows a familiar pattern to WrestleMania week from that that was done in Dallas. After SmackDown concluded on April 1st, The Undertaker headlined the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which aired on Peacock. NXT Stand and Deliver aired at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the same day as WrestleMania Saturday. Now, tickets for WrestleMania 39 are still available through Ticketmaster as fans from all 50 states and 58 countries have made plans to attend WWE's biggest event of the year. The company previously reported that over 90,000 tickets were sold within the first 24 hours of being on sale starting in August. Now, WWE stated that WrestleMania has generated more than $1.25 billion in economic impact on the- the cities that have hosted the event over the past decade. More Wrestlemania week events will be announced in the upcoming months. For more information on all this continue following more information on Wrestlemania over on Wrestling Inc. That's going to do it for the headlines for today, Thursday, November the 3rd, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, and so many more. Or a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made Available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the Indies to dedicated veterans of the Squared Circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things? And finally, join myself and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops.